Let's get into the word. Title of the message is blessed. Are you? Question. That's a question mark at the end of that. Blessed are you? Well, the answer to that is yes, you are blessed to start with. But what I want to talk about tonight is so many of us don't live day by day in peace. And if you're living in turmoil all the time, if you're living in stress all the time, you are missing what God has been giving you day by day. Because when, when your mind is on the problems of life, we tend to not see the blessings that we're having and not see the blessings that are taking place. And I want to read, read some scripture on that. Deuteronomy 28, 6 says, Whenever you, wherever you go and wherever, wherever you do, you will be blessed. In the New Living Translation, wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. Well, that's an amen, and I'll take that. If that's what the Word says, and that means it's true. Romans 4, 8 says, Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. What's awesome about that blessing is the Lord died for your sins, and if you repent and give your heart to Jesus, then your sins have been totally forgotten. That's a blessing. I could go through a list of blessings all day. Uh, Ephesians 1, 3 says, He blessed us with every spiritual blessing. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the man who endures. Well, how many people endure? I was talking to Robert a little bit before service. and uh, Life is life, folks. There's always things going on. Uh, John having trouble with his eye that got a nail put through it. You know, I said to him, you know, whose report will we believe? We've got to believe that God's going to restore that. And until then, he's got to get used to the one eye focus and the one eye that's all, you know, that's all just, there's blessings in it. You say, well, no, there's not. No, there's, the, the word says that there's going to be good come out of that. And every situation you all are facing, there's going to be good come out of that. That's just the way it is. Well, you don't know how hard a time I'm having. I'm not the Bible. The Bible says, whatever comes down in your life, God is going to make good from it. Now, sometimes we don't think that, but see, that's where we're missing. We're not living in that peace, and we're not living understanding that he is our blessing. I've got a, I've got a few things wrote down. Number one, I got wrote down, change how you see things. Second Corinthians 13, 11 says, live in peace, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, if the God of peace is going to be with me, then I've got to, I've got to, pursue peace and I've got to work on peace and I've got to recognize but I've got to change how I see things otherwise I'm never going to feel like I'm blessed otherwise I'm never going to feel like I got peace you know it's not the problem that you go through it's the attitude that you've got going through the problem which will change your whole outlook on life it's kind of like the the person that says the cup is half empty well the cup is also half full it's really how you look at things. And that, that will change the whole walk of your day and the future that's going on with you. It just makes it better. You know, and I've got wrote down, if you can't change it, don't worry about it. You, if you can't change something, you know, it's like our government. All we can do is vote, but we can't change anything. God's in charge of all that's going on. So... Why would I want to waste my time and not living in peace because of what's going on when I can't fix it anyway? I can pray and I can do those things, but I can't change anything. So why get all upset about it? You know, Matthew 6, 34 says, 
don't worry about tomorrow. This is a New Living Translation. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So true. We live for right now. We live for the grace that's going on right now in our lives. We, we're wasting our time worrying about tomorrow, and you really can't even <clears throat> waste your time worrying about what you did yesterday. You already did it. You've got to live in the grace that God gives you right now, and that alone will give you peace because he's constantly taking care of the moment that you're living in. Why? Because that's what he does. Second thing I wrote down, solve problems if it's possible. You know, there's something about if, if you come into a situation and you find the source of the problem and you fix it, there's some kind of just, there's just a natural gratification there that, that God gives you the answer to the situation. But if you can't solve the problem, just like I just said before, if you can't, if, if it's out of your control, let it go and let God have it. If your kids are just crazy and you can't do anything about it, just give them to God. I mean, pick your fights. Can I say it that way? That's probably the easiest way. You can't, you can't keep them straight and narrow all the time. They're, they're young people. You can't stay straight and narrow all the time. You're adults. But we've got to recognize that if, if I can't fix it, you know, it's kind of like you're going down the road. Doc, I never did ask you, did your car total out your deer? No. no. He's going down the road in his car and hit a deer. You don't have any control with that. Now, do you get upset? Well, you get bummed because you've got to mess with it. But there's no sense. Why lose peace over a stupid deer that was just crossing the road wrong? He should be crossing where the sign said deer crossing. Yeah, he's not, he's not. You all know what I'm talking about on that one. But if you can't solve it, Deuteronomy 1.12 says, How can I alone bear your problems and your burdens and your complaints? That's what Moses said. He said, I, I can't take care of all these people. Well, it's the same thing with what we go through every day. I can't take care of all that's going on. I can't fix the situations and the circumstances that come up. You hear about them and there's no sense getting upset. You might as well just go with the flow and allow God to take care of it and just let, let him take care of it. And he will. He always does. Always live within your means. You talk about losing your peace. Get a bunch of credit cards run up. Go buy something you shouldn't have bought. I can go down the list of things, all the things that I've done. There's nothing that'll steal your peace quicker than spending more than you make. I mean, bottom line, our government does it, but we, we can't. They can get by with it. But we can't because eventually it comes back and bites you. And if you're a credit card person here, you might want to pick up that paper that's laying over there, which is old statistics, but it tells how much you have to pay off when you borrow money. It's staggering when you look at it. That little minimum wage in there, all that student's paying part of the interest, not even the full interest. And it just keeps adding up. And if you add to the amount, and still have to make your payment, still have to make your payment. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm telling you, probably the worst time I had in my life was walking through that when I learned, what am I doing? You say, well, you had to have the money. Well, maybe so, maybe not. And sometimes it's for emergencies, I understand. But if you can't pay it every 30 days, then don't put it on the card. 
Well, why? Because I promise you, you'll lose your peace. And I promise you all the blessings that God is trying to pour out on you. He's not holding your blessings back. You just won't even see what he's doing. Because your mind is out of peace and out of that place where he wants to keep you. He, he, folks, he loves you so much. And his whole goal is to bless you and take care of you and meet every need you have. And his word says that, so he will do that. But we have to do our part by living in that peace that he asks us to pursue and live in and walk in and recognize that he has, he has got it. Organize your life. Hmm. A lot of people don't want to hear this one. There's nothing worse than being too busy. How many people here are too busy? Just me? Well, guess who made your schedule? We did. And there's a lot of things I found in my life that I was doing that was good stuff, but it wasn't what God had planned for me. So organize your life and get it down to where you're doing what God's asking you to do because then you've got a grace and anointing on it. And the time goes by right, and you have the extra time to do. But if you're doing extra stuff all the time, I, it, it's like we went through that stage of having kids in three of them in different sports all the time, and we spent our whole week just driving our kids going separate ways, and nobody was ever together because everybody was going separate ways. We finally got to the place, pick the sport, and that's what we're going to do. We're not doing two or three of them. Why? Because it was driving everybody crazy. That's just one thing in our life. We just, we get so much, you know, it's crazy too. We get so busy, many people get so busy that they can't even give God his time. And they wonder why things are, are crazy. Organize your day. When you wake up, give the Lord five minutes before you roll out of bed and just say, thank you, Lord, for my day. I need a hand today. I need wisdom today. All things he Ask us to ask. If you don't ask, you don't receive. You don't have to spend an hour in prayer. He would love that. He would love to spend more time with you. But just get up and be by yourself with the Lord and help him to organize your day. And anything you're doing that's good, but don't do it no more. I mean, really, think about it. Some of us are doing things that just absolutely is just nothing but busy stuff. Keep us busy. Go, go, go. We as, a, we as America have got so busy, we can't even sit still. It's just go, go, go. We wonder why we don't have peace. Eliminate the, eliminate the unnecessary activities. Just, just say, okay, I want, in two weeks, I'm done with that. Now, I'm not talking about quitting in class here, and I'm talk, not talking about not coming to church. Those are all things that's going to build you up spiritually. You know, it's interesting, too. You'll find that if you get involved in a classroom, part-time once in a while, you'll find that you'll grow in the Lord better than just being sitting here like this. It's the truth because you have to put out to learn. You have to put out to find something. You have to do it. Access, access your skills. I'm talking about things that will help us with our peace and our life and our walk with the Lord. Find the things that you seem to be able to do. And move toward those things because you've got a grace and anointing on that and there's nothing better than doing something that God has given you the ability to do. Now, for me, you don't want me to have to sit in front of a computer and program it or, or work with it or do any of that. I, 
I, I don't know what it is. I just, I mean, I'm, I'm a basket case if I have to work through a computer. Like, if you're going to order something, I cannot hardly do that. You say, well, that's not hard. Well, maybe not for you. You take Neil, he's gifted at that. I mean, he can sit down, he can figure out what's going on and what to do. So I just, Neil, help me. Now, I need to learn, and I watch, and I have learned a little bit, but it's still not something that I have the grace to do. For me to have to go to a job and work with a computer, I, I'd last, I wouldn't even last a full day because I don't have the grace for that. So why would I want to destroy my peace that God gives me doing something that I can't do? It would be like me going to Dr. Craig's and being the doctor. You know, all of a sudden, they don't know I'm not a doctor. And Doc says, a couple weeks ahead, yeah, I'm going to have a new doctor come in. He's going to take care of you. And he brings me in there. Could you imagine? I can't even pronounce the prescriptions I'm taking, let alone pronounce for somebody else. There's no peace in that. Now, you can think of things that you can't do. But you can also think of things that you can do. And we're looking for things that's going to give us peace. Why? Because when you live in peace, you're going to start seeing all the goodness of God around you and all the things he's doing in your life and all the blessings that we've got. That's like the storm we had through. I had tree damage, but it could have been so much worse. I could have lost every tree in my, in my yard. Now, to me, that would have been devastating because I love trees. But yet, it still wouldn't have been the end of the world when he's my peace. And he, he knows before tomorrow what's going to happen in my life. He knows before tomorrow what's going to happen in your life. He already knows. I mean, he already knows. So he's already made plans to help you walk through it with the peace that he gives you. We've got to just lean into him and trust him in every situation to maintain that peace. But there's some things we, we can do. We can get rid of some activities that's driving us crazy. <laughs> We've got some men and some women that, that stand in front of a mirror for two hours with her hair. Cut it off. I, I cut my beard off because it took more time to trim my beard than just to shave. That was a peace saver for me for a while. Now, will I grow it back? Maybe. When I get lazy and I want it just to grow and look like a shag dog, maybe I will. But it's the truth. I mean... I've seen Connie stand in front of the mirror for a long time fixing her hair. And I said, Connie, won't you just cut that off? She went right ahead and she cut it off, made it sharp, made it easy. Because you lose peace at some stuff that you don't need to, to waste your time at. It's just, it's, it's just a killer. <laughs> I'm going to be careful with this one. Back off from other people's affairs. Did you get that? In other words, what other people are doing is none of your business. I mean, it's nice to know what people are doing. It's nice to be a part of it and because and, that's enjoyment for everybody. But to, be, to go around and get involved in everybody else's problems is not your place and not my place. There's a separation there where that's their thing. Now, if they come to you and say, will you help me through this? That's a different ballgame. But just to see somebody living wrong or doing wrong and you want to get involved because they're not raising their kids right, you are looking for trouble. Number one, you will lose peace. Number two, you will take offense and you will take sides and you will be in trouble and you will have no peace at all. 
That's probably a number one on my category here. Stay out of other people's business. Well, the Bible just says put your hands to work and don't get involved in everybody else's affairs. Come to the place where you recognize, let God have it. Let him be, you know, it's like, it's like we think we need to know about other people's problems, but then when we get there, we wish we hadn't have found out. So to stay in peace, just take care of your own problems. Those, those are bad enough sometimes. Another one. Is what I'm dealing with going to matter an hour from now? Whatever's going on in your life, whatever come up all of a sudden, is it going to affect my life in an hour? Is it worth even wasting my time talking about? Is it worth even putting a thought on it? Does it have to be dealt with? If not, leave it alone. If it doesn't affect, you know, if it doesn't affect your walk with God, then why are you even messing with it? It's just, it's just clutter in your life. It's just stuff. It's kind of like having that hairdo you don't need that takes time. Why do you want extra clutter in your life when, if it doesn't affect you at all? You know, you're, in many cases in those situations, your reaction can affect other people negatively. So you have to be so careful getting involved in those situations. If it's not, if it's not something that you can fix, if it's not something that's going to bother in an hour, if it's not something that's going to make, it's just leave it alone and you'll have more peace in your life. First Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares for you. Boy, it's so true. Another one, calm your sense of urgency. When something comes up, just step into it. It's already been going on. There's no sense getting in this panic mode. There's no sense raising your voice. There's, let's just say your kids do something wrong. What good's it going to do to scream at them? What good's it going to do to lose your peace over it? Just step into it calmly and look the situation over. Now, your place is to train the young people, yes, but you don't beat them up. You don't make them feel bad. You make them understand that, that what they did could cause problems to them. It could hurt them. It could cause heartache down the road. And you explain to them the situation. But there's no sense being so quick on your, on your decisions. On what I, I can remember back in the day, you're restricted for a month. That's worse on me than them. For them to have to stay in the house for a month, give me a break. That's just... That's just overreacting to the situation and circumstance. You'll lose your peace in that. Calm your sense of urgency. Get to that place where grace is for now and recognize it's going to be okay. He, he will, I'm telling you, he will take care of tomorrow. He already knows tomorrow. He's big enough to fix whatever I step into. He's big enough to fix my mistakes. He's big enough to fix somebody else's mistake that involved me. He's big enough to take care of our lives. So when something happens, there's no sense popping off. You might as well just go, oh, okay. It's kind of like what they used to say, count to 10 or count to three or count to whatever. Give yourself a little time to go, okay. Now let's look at this. God, you already knew this was going to happen. So how are we going to get out of this situation? He always, he always gives us a situation. He always fixes it for us. Another one you want to write down. I've only got one or two more. Recharge your batteries. Well, what do you mean? Well, 
if you've got an electric car and you're going to drive it, you're only going to go so many miles and you've got to plug it in. You've got to do the same thing to you. You want to lose peace? Keep yourself run down all the time. Keep yourself wore out all the time. Keep yourself wore out spiritually all the time. I, I, I got a scripture come up Sunday. He didn't read this for some reason, but it come up Sunday, Jude 20. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Then it goes on and says, praying in the Holy Spirit. Well, that's not a topic we've spent a lot of time for a while now. COVID kind of slowed everything down around here in that area. But praying in the Spirit is a gift of tongues that you, everybody that's born again has. And praying in the Spirit, the Bible plainly tells us to pray in faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Build yourself up in the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues under your breath. Pray in tongues out loud. Pray in tongues all of the time. Pray in tongues every time you, every time you don't know how to pray, you're supposed to be praying in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. I'll guarantee you if you'll do this, if you'll purpose to pray in the Spirit instead of listening to Country Western or listen to some of the stuff that's on radio, if you'll pray in the Spirit while you're driving to work, you'll be a different person at work, guaranteed. You'll have, you'll have a, a better possibility of, of working in the gifting of the Spirit because your, your batteries are charged up. My little car, well, I don't have it now, but my little car, when the battery was completely full, the response time from 0 to 60 was a lot quicker, and I could feel the difference than when it was down to 30%. It's the same with us. It's the same with us. If you're spiritually wore out, spiritually run down, spiritually don't have peace in your life and you stay in that realm of drama all the time and you, hadn't kept, you haven't kept yourself built up, I can tell you this one right here will fix you quicker than anything. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Jude 20, it says, build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. You, you got it. You say, well, I've never prayed in the Spirit. Get with me after service and I'll, I'll explain more about that. It's, it's there for every one of us. Why? To charge us up. And there's nothing better than that. The last thing I've got is to stay active serving others. Now, what have we been talking about? We're talking about those things that will help us walk in peace in our life. Those things that we can remove. Those things we can do. Well, I guarantee you, staying active and serving others is one of the most important. Because what happens is, when you're serving other people, you're not thinking about your woes. You're not thinking about your problems. You're, you're thinking about what they've got going and what they need from you. And you're giving Guarantee you, it's a lot better to give than it is to receive. And if you're a giver, if you give yourself to people and you serve in activities that help people and, and you, you live there, you'll live in more peace because there's always a satisfaction that God has used you to help somebody else. You say, well, doing what? Anything. To serve people in any way. Open the door for somebody when they're coming in. I mean, I can go down the list of things. Serve. Get, give them some time. I've always got people coming to me and say, can I do anything for you? That's good to hear. But we've got to get involved and we've got to serve. It, it takes, literally takes your mind off of what the end. I'm going to trip on my shoelaces here. I've got my shoe untied. I've stepped on my. You say, well, how do you fix that? Well, you tie it, but I'm not going to right now. 
That's how you fix that problem. Now, I could lose my peace over that every time I step on it, so maybe I need to do it. Serve. You know, change how you see things. You got it now? Solve problems if possible. If you can't fix it, shut it off. My goodness. There's nothing crazier than trying to fix something you can't fix. Always leave, live within your means. Guaranteed. Arrange your life. Guaranteed. Eliminate un unnecessary activities. Guaranteed. Access your skills. That is a big one. Man, it's so nice to be able to do how you feel when you're doing what you're designed to do. There's just something about that that, that changes. Back off from other people's affairs. Please do that no matter what because what will happen is you get involved in other people's mess, then you become a gossip without meaning to. So the best thing to do is just stay out of those affairs and leave it alone. I've had, I've had some of my elders say to me as we talked about different situations in the church and things you feel like you want to help, one particular, he always says, that is none of our business. Well, they go to our church. It is still none of our business. How you raise your kids is none of my business. That's between you and God. But would I like to help? Yes, if you would come and help. If you would come and ask, I would, yes, I could maybe help you. But, but follow what I'm saying? Just because you think you're seeing what's going on doesn't mean you know what's going on. It's kind of like the old saying, would you live, get in my shoes and then we'll see how you do with the situation. So we've got to come to a place of recognize. We've got to stay out of people's lives. We've got to love them. We've got to love them for where they're at. We've got to love them. Is what you're dealing with matter of, um, going to matter in an hour from now? Mm, that's a good one to watch. Calm your sense of urgency. Oh, that's a good one to watch. Recharge your batteries. I guarantee you that'll help you. Stay active. Serve, get involved. When you hear us around here say, hey, we need, we, need you, we need help one Wednesday out of the month, one Sunday out of the month, why don't you just go, okay? Because you'll feel like you should, and then you'll feel like you don't want to. There's, there's, you feel like you should, and you feel like you don't want to. That's two different sides you're, you're going to battle all the time. Living in peace helps you see the real blessings that's going on in your life, folks. It's a guarantee. It'll help you because your mind will be on seeing what God's doing in your life because you're living in peace. I ran across this scripture today out of the Passion Bible. Acts 17, 20, 28 says, It is through him that we live and function and have our identity. If we can come to the place in our life where he is doing all things for us, he is directing our lives. And, you know, the Bible says you're in Christ. That's literally what it means. You come to the place, there's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And all of these things that we talked about, you will automatically do those if you know that you're living in Christ. And Christ is all the time talking to you and helping you walk through every situation, every circumstance in your life. It's a guarantee. If you live in peace, you'll be a happier person. Your wife will be happier. Your husband will be happier. The people you run into will be happier because you'll have a countenance on you. I, I got so tickled. Little uh, Mira sang tonight on praise and worship and when she does her dance routine at the high school she just grins from ear to ear so i was teasing her tonight but you can't sing while you're grinning like that you have trouble she i mean it's just like she's got peace in her life all the time well probably because she does because she chooses to 
Now, is she going to have her hard times? Like, a, oh, yeah, we've all got that. It's just how long are you going to stay in that when you could walk in peace no matter what is going on in your life? It's a guarantee. Let's stand up. Father, we thank you. You have made a way for us to walk in peace. We know that it, it, it takes our choices to make the right decisions for some of this stuff. Help us to walk in the choice and recognize there are things we can do to keep peace in our life, trusting in you with every situation and circumstance, but helping us to stay out of things that we shouldn't be involved in. Help us to be at that place of charging ourselves up and keeping you first place in our lives and allowing you to take care of every situation and circumstance, Father, in our life. We give you all the praise tonight. We thank you that, yes, we are being blessed every day, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. You got about 10 minutes before the pizza's here. It may even be here already. We can get started on the pizza before the kids get it.